0: Oh, touching my candle here. I
1: to look at it.
0: I thought we were recording, getting ready, you know, doing professional stuff, and I just you're just
1: smell it. You know, I love that citrusy.
0: Smell. It's a great smell. Yeah. yeah, you
1: always get that smell.
0: I do, and actually, you got it once too. I think Jean gave you that candle once. Yeah, and then I would you never burned it, so then I inherited that.
1: Oh yeah, what did I ever do with that <laughs> candle? I just gave it to you. You did. I?
0: You did. Yeah. Very kind.
1: Yeah, I don't burn candles. You just smell them. I just smell them and I'm like, oh, that's nice. I think that that's weird. Well, I mean, what do I need a burn candle for? Like I have lights. Like I I'm not gonna like write by candle. It's light not about right it's about, you know, the ambiance. Don't you care
0: about the ambiance? I mean
1: the ambiance is fine with the lights on. Like I don't know. I, I feel comfortable and I feel at home.
0: I, I feel more comfortable and more at home with a candle going, so Oh, so I guess I'm just a little classier than you which You're I mean, a little more
1: dated than I am You're living in the 1600s No,
0: just a little classier Just like really, you know, loving a good candle Which I feel like we all do I'm I big on self-care, you know I feel like that's important
1: but I'm more self-care because I'm not near an open flame and I don't stand the chance, the risk of getting a, a burn wound. Okay, well, I've been fine so far so thanks. So far, until fine, you I've move away fine. from me and then there's no one to protect That's you. That's true.
0: The only reason I haven't been burned by my own candles because I live with you. Yeah. That makes sense. Was
1: Jackson a Boy Scout like me? Can he help How with your, were your Boy Scout? Uh, oh, I, I wasn't a Boy Scout, actually. <laughs> I was just, I was just a Cub Scout and mm. then they were like, would you like to move on to Boy Scouts? And I was like, no, thank you, I'm set.
0: I, I did Boy Scouts <laughs> for like a second, but and I was like, But
1: you did Cub Scouts before Boy yeah, Scouts, yeah. right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so you've, you you were went further than
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: Well never mind. I just made a fool out of myself. <laughs> welcome back to the Two Gay Mats Podcast. It's Matt Steele. And it's Matt Palmer. And we are back. Sorry, this is another day late podcast, yes. and this time it was 100% my fault. It
0: was, it was. Yes,
1: because this week I flew to Chicago on Friday to go to one of my best friend's weddings, Lauren. She got married, yes, on Sunday. Wow. Sunday day, and I was... There in the Chicago Country Club, darling. As oh my goodness! She walked down in her beautiful princess dress that was inspired by all the Disney princesses. Of course, it had like beautiful like puff sleeves and everything. She's very into Disney, very into Harry Potter, very into musical theater. Obviously, right? We were musical theater majors together. The wedding was completely her and her husband together because he's very much into like fantasy. He's very into much into Game of Thrones and um, Star Wars. All right. So. It was a very magical wedding.
0: Hey, we love magic here at Two Game of X,
1: We love magic. Know. So congratulations, salon <laughs> and Matthew But I am exhausted Because I just flew in Today and mm. then Immediately went to Work Ooh. and did a Shift at the Restaurant and I was About to fall asleep At that restaurant and I was like I'm gonna Get a boba from next Door mm, it's good to keep myself awake You gotta and
0: be awake For the podcast I Feel like the people Want to get you at Your most energetic Not that you're like I'm right before bed Uh time. this
1: is me right Before bedtime okay. uh, I I won't Say I'm at my most Energetic okay because I was at my most Energetic like an hour After the boba mm. I was I would say at like 6 p.m. Okay. but now that it's 10 47
0: p.m. right I'm dwindling
1: okay but we'll see how this podcast you know. goes we might have to cancel it and turn off
0: in I middle, don't but. foresee that but I think it's gonna go great I feel like even you at your worst is better than some people who have podcasts
1: you know it's funny because <laughs> so many people whenever I tell them I'm like even when I'm like low energy yeah they're always just like god you're so energetic mm. and I'm just like
0: Really, you I mean, think so? the bar is low for some people out there. Cough, cough. Straight man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think a straight man has been as excited as you are now in his life. Period. A period.
1: True. Yeah, I, so. I think it's maybe it's just because I always try to add some inflection in mm, my voice. That's good. Um, they take that as energy. Hey, and I'm like, no, this I, I this doesn't feel energetic to me. I mean, oh, the well. people listening are probably like, God, Matt Steele goes a mile a minute. But, <laughs> <laughs> but this is me tired, guys. Great. What about you, Matt Palmer? How was your week? What'd you do? who did you see? Did you miss me over the weekend?
0: Um, I was very busy over the weekend, and it wasn't that long, so it wasn't that long enough to miss you. Uh, but yes, I had um what all did i do this week oh on saturday um jackson's sister and her husband came over to like they were, kept being like oh we need to come to the west side we need to come to the west side and now that we are moving away from the west side they're like oh we actually do need to come to the west side <laughs> and so they came and we went and had some meals and we slept over at jackson's house and had a brunch it was very fun very nice and then on sunday it was jeff major's birthday and so oh, wait, i didn't wish
1: you a happy birthday that's i, jeff, I feel like this ma- is happy a- birthday <laughs>
0: Is this the new like thing that happens on the podcast? I tell you, it's someone's it's birthday, someone's and you're birthday, like, "Oh, like, I didn't oh wish no. the happy birthday. I was busy
1: this weekend being in the, uh, the uh, bridesman." True.
0: I don't think anyone has been mad at you about that. So uh, yes, yeah, so we went over to Jeff and Jean's house and um, hung out in the backyard pool. Darren, our old roommate, came over with Ariel, his wife, and that was very fun. And um, you know, we played a bit with um, Jeff or Jean's son Owen, and then Owen went to bed, and we played some Mario Party. It was lovely. So I love that. It was very busy but then this morning I have been having like issues sleeping never falling asleep but like I've been waking up really early and then like it just varying times this morning I woke up at 4.50 and didn't get back to bed oh god and so at 8.45 I was like you know what I'm calling out sick and so I emailed I was like I will be out sick today see you tomorrow and then I slept from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. Oh, yes, bitch. And I was like, and I woke up and I was like, because at first I was like, is it worth it? Like, A, it's end of September. I'm not going to use up all my sick days by the end of the year, so why not use them? B, I woke up and I was like, this was the right decision. Had I gone through that day today, I would be a fucking zombie and furious. You'd be less energetic than me right now
1: on the Honestly. podcast. You want to know what's kind of creepy? Oh, God. I'm nervous.
0: I woke up to go to the airport
1: in Chicago around like 4 a.m., 4.30 a.m. Yeah. Los Angeles time. And then oh uh, and I like stayed awake the obviously, going to the airport and getting on the plane. Yeah. And then... The plane took off around like nine something a.m.
0: Oh my god, Uh,
1: L.A. time, and I fell asleep throughout the entirety of the plane ride and woke up around one p.m. when we landed in L.A. We lived
0: together too long. We (laughs) we (laughs) are (laughs) like (laughs)
1: twins, and like if if, all right, um, if like bump your head or something, and I'll see if I feel (laughs) it. You'll see if you
0: feel it. Wow, this is some. This is literally like when uh, people with uteruses cycles sync up, and it's just like we're like sisters. We're like like sisters. We are true gal pals. We've spent far too much time together. I mean, mostly probably talking about Little Nas X last week because oh, we did God. the, you know, that's what I want reaction. We did the album review, which I think that video turned out kind of cute. It really did. It did. It was work. <laughs> Just in the like a, if you haven't watched, we did a two game man's listening party podcast and we, for the first time ever, we filmed ourselves while doing the podcast, which I thought was fun. It added some energy and then I uploaded the video of it, but I had to like play little clips of the songs throughout the video and you went
1: all out like those
0: clips are like vaguely animated No, like you did i it. did a little something so i think we might be doing more of that um there's been some t- murmurs about spotify allowing us to add videos to this podcast that like while you're li- i know while you're listening to this podcast on spotify you can actually see us Doing it. So that's
1: so much work. I
0: know it's the long term plan, but it'll be less work if it's just this podcast because we're just talking. Yeah. Like it's not like I have to like intersperse anything. So everyone, no one, I'm not making any promises, but we did it one time. And I think it turned out nicely, so I'm excited to try it again. It did. It was yes. beautiful. Thank your, you. your
1: work is stunning. Thank you. You're you know, a I li- true
0: artist. You know how I feel about my art.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you got a, You got a BFA, darling. That's true. NYU. NYU,
0: not everybody has that. Not everybody has that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not everybody has a, a Bachelor's in Fine Arts. No, that, that F.
0: That's what you got to remember. That, that F. F's important.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got that F, baby. Yes, we're two Fs right here. Two Fs. I so mean... A bunch of efforts.
0: Yeah, a bunch of F-its. <laughs> 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 um, so... Should we just jump into News for Idiots? Let's go into News for Idiots. Let's go ahead before you uh, fall asleep. So yes. there's some stuff that happened. Yeah. Like the Emmys that were last night. Did you watch them? No, I was at a wedding. Oh, I didn't watch them either. But <laughs> I read who the winners were and a lot of them I was happy about. Ted Lasso won a bunch and won Best Comedy Series and uh, Best Supporting Actress Hannah Whittington from uh, Ted Lasso, Best uh, Supporting Actor of the Comedy, Brett Goldstein, Ted Lasso. He's amazing. And I also was just reading about how it got picked up for season three and how uh, Jason Sudeikis Who I believe one Best mm-hmm. leading actor For a comedy um, Is going to be making A million dollars An episode next season Oh girl already? Already Just for the third season? I know well, Literally I mean,
1: everyone Is like Oh did you watch Ted Lasso? Oh I love Ted it's Lasso It's very cute
0: I, I mean The second season Is getting very good Right now But the second season Began a little like We know this feels so good And like We're just leaning Into the feel goodness Of the show And I was like Yes but like We need some Storyline or a conflict or something. I can't okay. just be like, look at all these sweet people. But it's getting better, and I'm very happy with the people that won. Um, Kate Winslet won uh, for Mayor of Easttown Literally
1: Literally, it was a sweep for like three shows. Me, it's yes. like it's like Ted Lasso won every single comedy award except yes. for Hacks. Yeah, uh, Gene Smart won for Hacks, and I think yes. Hacks won
0: for writing or something. Okay, um,
1: The Crown won every single drama category, mm. and Mayor of Easttown
0: won every single limited That's series. True. <laughs> but category. then Michaela Cole won for uh, oh. writing of that. Limited series That is
1: true Michaela Cole I did that Michaela Cole's speech Is the one oh, speech I watched That's the one
0: speech I watched too we're, As a writer of uh, You know scripts Were you inspired
1: Oh absolutely yeah. I was really inspired By it because she says Don't be afraid To like as a Content creator Or right. a performer Actor writer Whatever to like Disappear for a little while Because yes. there's so much Pressure on The us yes. like as people who create things, whoa, Ooh, oh, hit that the candle. candle. Uh, there's so much pressure as people who create things to just constantly feel like you have to constantly be on and put things out put there on out. social media or or something like that and. And it gets really exhausting and you just burn yourself out and you're just like, and you're at the point where you're just like, what am I doing? And she's like, don't be afraid to like, not feel like you have to do that for a while and see what you discover. Like while you're like in the dark, you know? And so, so I love that, you know, I definitely go through like waves of, of where I'm just like, I'm not going to. Tweet anything. I'm not gonna make anything <laughs> right. for like a little while because I'm I'm tired, I'm tired and, and I just want to sort of like live my life in
0: peace. <laughs> right, and I'd like I'd rather make something good than just like make something to make it. And you know? she made something fucking. Oh, great. oh my god, that fucking show! If you want to be devastated but also inspired, watch I Might Destroy You. It's excellent. Um, so yes, I don't again don't really know what happened during the ceremony, but the winners. Um, I feel like it was weird that. I don't think any black actors won or any non-white actors won in any case. Yeah, category. no, because
1: The Crown, <laughs> oh, Ted, Ted Lasso, and
0: Mary um, uh, uh, uh Mary Mary's won that's everything. That's true. there's you some know? black players on the soccer team in Ted Lasso. Okay. But,
1: yes. Were they
0: even nominated? No, of course not. <laughs> they're, they're very white shows. Um, So, let's do better on that next time. But, happy for Michaela Cole and happy for the Ted Lasso people. Very good show. <sighs> Oh. <laughs> you, see the, you see the headline Oh the news of the week ladies and I gentlemen I mean if we I mean what else can we say But Nikki 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 And her cousin's friend's balls oh, Jesus so if you've been living under a rock For the past week Nikki Minaj is not vaccinated And this was announced because she was telling her fans She wasn't going to the Met because she was not vaccinated They want you to get vaccinated for the Met She tweeted if I get vaccinated it won't be for the Met It'll be once I've done enough research Let's pause for laughter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm working on that now. Oh, yeah, you're working on your fucking research. But in the meantime, my loves, be safe. Wear a mask with the two strings that grips your head and face. Not that loose one.
1: Thank you for that.
0: those specific instructions, In I guess. In what world? What, are you talking about your dumb YouTube conspiracy theories? Is that the research you're doing, Nicki Minaj? I like, please. So then, of course, it goes on. Um, someone kindly responds. Nikki, the vaccine doesn't prevent getting COVID. It prevents you from getting serious symptoms. Non-vaccinated people are 11 times more likely to pass away from COVID than uh, vaccinated. Babe, that's not true. I had the exact same t- symptoms as people with the damn vaccine. Oh, Jesus God. It's like reading comprehension at a zero. Then, of course, the classic cannot-be-forgotten tweet from Nicki Minaj. My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied.
1: Everything about... This storyline is psychotic First of all when a story starts with My cousin's friend's <laughs> sister In Trinidad right. or whatever And it
0: and talks about their balls As a result of a vaccine like it's like Well let me just stop and None also like this makes sense.
1: Like the woman Canceled the wedding because her husband's balls Got a little sw- but like first of all That's not true and, <laughs> so, and second of all like that's
0: A crazy ridiculous story It's just like why would you repeat that why would you Say that publicly why do you believe the vaccine Cause that? Why don't you know and think that your cousin's friend in Trinidad? It probably has an STD Like what's <laughs> happening Down there Is not because of His COVID vaccine yeah, That's all and, that I'm and saying if
1: his fiance Really called off The wedding Because he had A a, slight, a swollen ball Situation for a bit Like right. maybe They weren't meant to be Unless so, he got
0: the STD From cheating on her Which team Team wife Team, you know? wife. Oh, yes. <laughs> team fiance team, team wife If that was the case it's Darling It's just insane And of course This ends with Nicki Minaj feuding With Don Lemon And um, doxing a reporter And making fun And you know Sending homophobic Jokes, Don Lemon's way
1: You know Who isn't Nicki Minaj Feuding with I feel like She's feuding with us She she was feuding with us At some point
0: Honestly It's just like What A conspiracy theory About like Why this is all happening Why she dug her heels in So badly Why she said That she got banned From Twitter But Twitter was like Uh no she didn't She didn't go to the Met Ball. I'm sure she didn't want to get vaccinated, but also it was very close to a high school or with underage people, and I think her sex offender husband would have to tell people that he was coming, and it's like, is all of this just to cover up the fact that you married a sex offender and, like, you want the news about you to be about something different, and, like, that's also a reason you couldn't go to the Met Balls, because, like, children could be there? Like, what's the truth? To quote the Oprah gift.
1: Yeah. You know, I don't know Nicki Minaj personally. I don't know much of her uh, musical repertoire. Mm. Uh, I know Stupid Ho, which is great.
0: It is great. <laughs> I thought she rapped or whatever.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like we have, as a society, given Nicki Minaj so many chances.
0: It's, just, it's like Kanye. It's like enough. 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 I'm like, tired
1: of it. It's not amusing anymore. No. It's exhausting. And the
0: music's peaked. Like, the big... what I mean, we're not talking, like, Super Bass is number one right now. Like, Nikki's, you know, opened the door for a lot of newer artists and g- people like Megan The Stallion and Cardi B that are kind of the top of the charts right now. So, thank you for your service. Like, yeah. hang, what did she say? Hang it up? Flat screen. Like, she used her line against her. I just... It's just enough. Like, I, it's, it's so insane that this became such a huge story. And for what? So, Nikki we let's be on a break with her for now. Yeah, that's enough
1: of her for now. I'm I'm tired in general. Yes. <laughs>
0: and I am tired of the whole Nikki thing. All right. Well, to lift you back up, we'll talk about your favorite show that's ah. changing formats. <laughs> So after devastated, Matt, guys, I'm at, devastated. After Matt Steele was the only person excited about the reality competition show, The Activist, that was greenlit on CBS. Uh, after the very loud outcry of like, this is preposterous, how dare you? <laughs> they have retooled the show and is now going to be a documentary following around these six activists and their work and all of that.
1: So it's not a competition.
0: It is no longer a competition. But will there
1: still be musical guests,
0: darling? <laughs> The thing is, I don't think they've completely decided how they're retooling it. They put out a statement that I believe is long. We apologize to the activist host and the larger activist community. We got it wrong. It's our responsibility to use this platform in the most effective way to realize change and elevate the incredible activists dedicating their lives to progress all around the world. I'm not going to read all the details of what's changed because, like, I'm not watching it anyways. But I know it's a documentary. And I know people don't get kicked off. I don't know about musical guests. I also know they began shooting the show Ooh, as it rough. was and are having to scrap all that.
1: That's rough. Wait, so do they all get to go to the G4 summit or whatever the grand I, prize
0: was? I don't know. I the mean, grand prize? Like how absurd. Preposterous. Insane. Well, I mean, you'll have to just watch it and tell us how it even works Oh, I'm now. not watching it if it's just like...
1: <laughs> A basic, good-hearted documentary. Right? You wanted
0: to see mess. I
1: wanted the mess. I wanted the embarrassment. You did.
0: Well, in happier news, there is mess coming this Friday for Christmas, all thanks to Kelly Clarkson and her new single, Christmas Isn't Canceled, Just You. What a title. (laughs) I saw that and I was like, what is it called? Like, I could not believe she named it that. I assume it's because, like, I think there's Brandon's song is on the Christmas album and it's like a winter song, like, oh, this is when you proposed. And like, this, it seems Ooh. like winter was a big, you know, Christmas time was a big thing for them. She's been leaking out little parts of the lyrics and it seems very much like, my Christmas this year's not going to be fucking blue. <gasps> Just because you're not around, it's still fucking Christmas. What
1: if this? Is the divorce album I, like, What if she is deciding Like I'm going to put out An album of sad Christmas and music
0: And I would love that And I believe I've received I think either Edder or Jimmy Messaged me about this And was like I think this is gonna be I think it was Edder actually He was like I think this is gonna be The divorce album And I'm like You know what I love this as a preview I need a full-fledged okay. <laughs> I need no holidays attached I need no merriment I want my December 2 Darker,
1: <laughs> but like maybe having the divorce album be Christmas themed is like a more specific, intricate like way in, and and it could it could be a master.
0: If there's a cover of you know Jingle Bells or Jingle Bell Rock or some shit. <laughs> It's not the divorce album Okay You know I'm excited to get a preview I'm excited Let me see if I can find Some of the lyrics That she tweeted out about this Because it does seem good Oh sh- there's so much The Voice shit on her Twitter My god No stop um, tweeting about The Voice I mean and, Hey did you see that She and Ariana sang Respect together at The Voice Oh cool Sounded great And Kelly sang that In 2002 or whatever In her like Semi final round of American Idol So it's full circle moment Wow Anyways And I'm gonna shop too much And dance in the snow Drink just enough To let us go Christmas isn't cancelled Just you all right, <laughs> all right. You know what
1: helps you with a broken heart? Shopping.
0: Hey, I'll be hanging every light I find in this house, playing Christmas music so loud. This Chris- this year, Christmas won't be quite so blue. I oh, so it. last Christmas was. I blue. think last Christmas was a blue Christmas. Oh, I do. I Nothing's do. Nothing's worse than a blue Christmas. I know, guys. but she's coming out of the dark. She's hanging up for Christmas lights, and he, just because he's canceled doesn't mean that Christmas is. So no. I can't wait. Get, wait for it. The cover is amazing. She looks so regal, and you know, like the queen she is. So. All help Kay- Kelly Clarkson in her post-divorce era. Um, <laughs> so we mentioned last week that Britney Spears got engaged. I don't think I had taken a deep dive into the comments, but there was one from this, you know, Academy Award winner Octavia Spencer, That's
1: supporting actress 2011,
0: exactly, for the help advising Britney to get a prenup. <laughs>
1: And the comment is isn't even like congratulations, I'm so happy for you. Make sure all your league did it. It's literally just like, girl, make him sign a prenup. prenup.
0: Iconic, and then truly, true, honest, great advice. Absolutely. And apparently, he addressed the string of prenup comments under Britney's post. Him being Sam, saying, "Of course, we're getting an ironclad prenup to protect." To protect my jeep and shoe collection in case She dumps me one day which is like (laughs) That's a cute response soon Thereafter Brittany did you know Go dark on social (laughs) deleted her Instagram For a moment she's back now Mm -hmm. and she Talks about how she was celebrating all the weekend with her Fiance and Octavia has posted A separate uh, Instagram of the two of them Just being like a few days ago Sam and Brittany announced their engagement and me being me, Me being me I made a joke My intention was to make them laugh and not cause Pain I've reached out to this lovely couple Privately to apologize and now Want to restore just a smidge of happiness they were robbed of. Brittany's fans have seen her through a lot of pain and she's found happiness. We're thrilled for her. So let's show them some love. And Sam commented, like, you know what? It was a joke. I laughed, whatever. Yeah. Like, he seems I mean, very good natured.
1: I mean, and girl, we all laughed. Octavia, Hello. you're perfect.
0: You don't need to apologize for nothing. And it's even funnier that it came from her. Just it's, like, because it's so random. <laughs> What's it's, the connection? It's like,
1: are they, have they met?
0: I hope not <laughs> I bet Brittany likes the help I'm sure I hope that the, I'm sure they know Each other's art I truly hope they've never met And that Octavia is just saying it Like as a like guardian godmother, just saying guardian angel, just like make him sign a prenup up.
1: Do you think uh, uh, Britney was a big ma fan or a big loose fan? Do you think Britney was into loose? What is loose? I mean, never... was, uh, was uh, an indie movie that Octavia Spencer <laughs> did like two years ago that was really really good.
0: Okay, I mean, I, I see the ma gifts everywhere, it almost makes me want to watch the movie, even though I'm sure it's a mess, but it seems fun. Did oh, you it seems, watch it?
1: No, I didn't, but it oh. seems like a blast.
0: It seems like something you would love. Oh, absolutely, yeah. All right, so maybe we gotta watch ma. Uh, speaking of something that we're probably going to have to watch, uh, Steven Spielberg's West Side Story trailer came out. Mad Steele thought? I think
1: it's beautiful. Wow. I love both trailers. I think- oh. it's an, I thought there were-
0: there's just one. I didn't know it was multiple.
1: No, remember the first trailer premiered the, at the Oscars? Oh, the, like, teaser That's thing? the teaser trailer. Okay. Although, like, people are like, oh, this is the teaser trailer, this is the full trailer, when, like, both trailers are, like, the same length. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think this trailer was lovely. Yeah. I'm very, very excited for it. Um, it was said by a certain iconic, brilliant uh, face of, Bro- king of Broadway, <laughs> who we will be talking about later in the podcast. Of course. Um, that the work that Tony Kushner did in revamping the script for West Side Story uh, is really great and he's really proud of it. So I'm really excited. I think the wow. cinematography looks stunning. I will say,
0: I just watched it before the podcast and I was like, you know what? I have no history with West Side Story and you know, it could take Leave many a mu- movie musical. I thought it looked lovely.
1: Oh, I'm so excited for it. What I find most interesting mm. is that a certain other leading character was played down a bit in this trailer. What, what character? Uh, Ansel Elgore.
0: Oh, like, I think he was there.
1: He was there, but like it was really very much. Like this is going to be through the eyes of Maria, right. you know. Um, so it's everyone's kind of like, oh, is this going to be a little more like Maria focused, right? Or are we just sort of downplaying him in the trailer because there's a little bit of scandal
0: with him, right? What did he do again? I was watching and I was like, aren't we mad at you
1: for something? <laughs> a, 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 a young uh, woman, I forget her name, like posted uh, images from like messages he sent her on Snapchat, and I believe he was like twenty at the time, and oh, she was. And like- she was Sixteen. I I don't know exactly okay. how all the ages were, and and I the thing is like a lot of people are like, oh, this doesn't seem you know substantial because then the girl was like never heard from it again, right? And it, so no one really knows exactly what it is, but some people are like, oh, maybe something happened. I don't know. Right? Well, I I don't want to be one to like say anything definitive okay.
0: about yeah, it. But. Okay. I, allegedly. Everything yeah. here is alleged. Um, okay. Well, I'm excited to watch it. I assume we'll do a 2 game mats about it when the time comes, and I'm excited to see it. Yeah. You know? Love when there's a 2 gay match that's a musical. Thing that I'm like, it's literally the opposite of my feeling for cats. When we saw that trailer, and I wanted to scoop my eyes out of my head.
1: Oh, you mean the greatest thing that's ever come out on the
0: ever <gasps> the cat trailer?
1: I listened to that movie soundtrack today, <laughs> 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 and it slaps wow. so hard. Wow, that's okay. why in, in the limo on the way to the wedding. It Ugh. was my friend Lauren who was in our cats review on yes. uh, the YouTube channel. And yes. we got in the limo and the limo driver was like, okay, the Bluetooth is yours. And we were like, Lauren, what do you want to listen to? And she was like, cats. <laughs> so we listened to cats on the way to her wedding. Well,
0: at least you know in watching that video that she's not just playing it up for the camera. That is her true feeling. Oh, she's a, that's her on her wedding. Day. She is a queen. <laughs> well, I I love everyone. Um, so, But something that we can all agree that we're happy about this week. Gavin Newsom is going to remain the governor. You're one, welcome, guys. One handily. And it's like I keep reading articles or like reading things about like I read a whole L.A. Times article today that like profiled the like red part of California and how disappointed they are in the GOP and XYZ. i Z. I'm like, why are we highlighting this? Like, I just don't understand why we need to feel bad for. The people who spent all of this money on a recall that no one needed, no one wanted, and then they completely, you know, it fell in their face. It's like, oh, sucks. Next. It was
1: hundreds of millions of dollars that was spent in like taxpayer money that could have gone to so many. Great things like helping like the homeless, exactly. helping the wildfires. It, like,
0: come I, on! Isn't the conservative party supposed
1: to be the one that like hates spending? Tax yeah, like they're the ones that's small was, government, like, fiscally responsible or whatever. They're like, not not here. All this money was wasted for literally nothing for a blowout that right. they stood clearly stood no chance. Exactly of winning thanks to voters like us.
0: Yes, I'm so happy to have voted. And I went
1: in person, baby.
0: How was that?
1: Oh, it was Fine. fun. I always like going in person yeah. just because like it. Feels like an event You know Mm.
0: I like to like Not be around people So I like to Just drop it off (laughs) Um, And lastly Alanis Morissette Is coming out With a new Well I guess She's not But (laughs) there's going to be A jagged Little pill documentary Coming to HBO And um, she It is being I, who's the director? I need to find her name. I believe it's being directed by a woman, and Alanis, uh, I guess, has seen it and was famously like not showing up to the premieres of this at TIFF. Mm. Like, there are all these festival premieres of the doc called Jagged, and she says in the statement, I was lulled into a false sense of security, and their salacious agenda became apparent immediately upon my seeing the first cut of the film. This is when I knew our visions were, in fact, painfully diverged. This was not the story I agreed to tell. Um, and apparently the HBO doc, uh, documentary documents her rise to fame in the release of the seminal album, Jacket Pill*, which we all love. She will not be attending any events surrounding the release of the feature. Maris Morissette does not disclose which elements of the movie are untrue. Um, this one includes implications and facts that are simply not true. Is what Elena says.
1: Well, you know what sucks about this situation is uh. like. You don't want to support this if it's in fact like false, but like mm. I kind of want to see what she's talking I'm, about. I'm definitely go watch it. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, it's I.
0: I just you know it's it's always unfortunate when like the subject and the director don't come to an agreement as to what the vision is, especially when it's about her art. But I, I, I wonder how. I mean, I guess maybe documentaries can do this, but like, how do you? Make falsehoods of like talking heads of people and like is it like someone is lying that's on camera that she doesn't agree with like is he is she sitting down with like Dave Coulier or something like I don't understand where are the lies
1: <laughs> Dave Coulier is the producer <laughs> um, I uh I mean you can do so much with editing mm. and so much like where you can like spin a narrative a certain way or have something look a certain way. Um, have things look More darker and cryptic than they actually Were or whatever mm-hmm. but like I wonder what Could possibly be like not Positive about the jagged little Pill right. era like, exactly
0: I mean, I mean it Seems like in the doc that the singer songwriter Discusses her personal experiences with sexual Assault and statutory rape during A sit down interview uh, seen in the film Morissette says I would always say I was consenting And then I'd be reminded like hey you were 15 You're not consenting at 15 now I'm like oh yeah They're all pedophiles it's all statutory rape so I don't know if like stuff like that is something she didn't want out there, but it's also like that's something she said. I don't know. I I, I just thought, I don't know. I don't know. I'm interested I mean I, I feel for her and I, I'm sorry that they couldn't, you know, make the film that she wanted to make. But yeah, I love that album and that whole moment in her career and so yes, I will be watching.
1: Okay, I'm sorry, well, Atlantis. You know, watch and make an informed decision. Based on what you see, maybe
0: she, you will see what she's talking about. I hope once it comes out, she says which parts she disagrees with. Yeah, that would be helpful for me. Absolutely, um, but maybe she just
1: like doesn't want to draw attention to it by mm. like talking about it anymore. I but don't know.
0: That's the thing is the release the releasing of this statement has like kind of drummed up publicity. I feel like like people are talking like, oh my god, you hear that? Alanis doesn't like the doc, and I didn't even know there was a doc in the works until I saw that statement.
1: Mm. Mm. Well, th- whoever's the director for the supposed former infatuation junkies uh, <laughs> documentary, yes, make that one up to Atlantis
0: exactly
1: standards. G- give her a final cut. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, she'll want to doc on that.
0: I mean, I would watch that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, fewer people would watch <laughs> than the Jagged. I watch hey. that. That album's fun. It's great. It's great. All right. Do you have any other news for idiots? I might have missed this week. Um. No. Okay. Well, great. Let's take a quick break and be back with more Two Gay Match the podcast. We are back. It's true. We
1: are here, and it is Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com, two spelled T-W-O. Do we need to move the candle?
0: Yes, we do. So I <laughs> okay, keep, just put it on the speaker. No, 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 oh, on the speaker. The speaker? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, there we go. Fixed. Safe and sound. But the good thing it's not lit, because the room would have been a um, uh, So the first email comes to us from Rocky. Hey Rocky And Rocky has just The most American quote As the subject line Ooh. And that is Let's get loud
0: <laughs> Love it
1: Hi Matts, My name is Rocky And I have been a long time Listener of yours In fact my week is not complete Until I listen to the podcast Aww I have always wanted to Email a question in But I just never knew What I wanted to ask Until now Yesterday I watched Camila Cabello's Cinderella It was um interesting But I found myself <laughs> Loving the th- finale song, which was spoiler alert, their version of Jennifer Lopez's Let's Get Loud. And then I realized whether they're dancing to it on Dancing with the Stars or singing it on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, what J-Lo did at the inauguration does not count. (laughs) Haha, Hearing Let's Get Loud instantly (laughs) makes me happy and makes me want to dance no matter what rendition it is. So my question, Matts, what's a song that absolutely makes you happy, brightens up your mood, or just makes you want to get up and dance no matter where you hear Keep up the great work And giving us the Content 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 Y'all are the best Rocky P.S. Matt Steele I am an avid BB watcher But just like Most recent seasons I have stopped watching Since my f- favorite player Derek X was evicted FYI I was shocked you called Sarah Beth iconic Ooh. Barf lol I, I absolutely love the cookout and what it stands for But it's still a major alliance that has dominated the game Which makes for boring TV As of now it looks like Tiffany is the first of the six to be leaving Which she was Which is a shame Aww. because she deserves to win I feel like we are going to get an Xavier win And that bores me to tears oh, These Derek X stands They just can't handle the fact that Sarah Beth oh outplayed my God. him <laughs> But that's okay we love you Rocky
0: We do Matt still you start I have to think
1: um the first one that comes to my head that is a relatively recent song, just a song that is just such joy and such perfection yeah. and just brightens up my day every time I hear it. Yeah. Is Want You in My Room by Carly oh, Ray Jepsen. That is a great song. What? A great, oh, song, a great song and it's only flaw is that it is so short <laughs> it is so devastatingly short it's
0: terrifyingly short yeah. I haven't listened to that album or that song in a long time I need to get back in
1: oh that song is always popping up for me and I'm just Ugh. and I always have to listen to right. it I'm just like this song should have been such a smash hit and it should right. have been longer make it five minutes <laughs>
0: <laughs> make it five minutes like there are several songs that come to mind for me some by artists that we talk about a lot but I'd say Say You'll Be There by the Spice Girls As mm. one I feel like every. Of that song is exceptional It's just like What a brilliant Melodic Beautiful Piece of music
1: Oh it's brilliant To me I would say Stop by the Spice Girls oh, Is that for stop me
0: afraid. You didn't like Stop at first
1: When I was a child <laughs> When I was young And dumb And we'll I was like forget. This is too cheesy And now I'm just like Wait this is the Greatest
0: song That's mm. ever existed Uh, I feel like there are several, I feel like there's several Kelly Clarkson songs that would do this for me. Like, obviously, uh, Since You've Been Gone, uh, Behind These Hazel Eyes, like, those kind of songs really are so wonderful. I feel like there's so much great Christmas music that does this for me. Somewhere at Christmas by Stevie Wonder is definitely one, um... Snow in California by Ariana Grande I really love. I just, like, there's so many songs that, like, it's so hard to ruin. I feel like some songs that get overcovered, like toxic, there's always going to be a time and place where you're like, all right, that's enough. (laughs) Like, we get it. It was the same thing when Umbrella by Rihanna came out. It was just like, okay, we get it. You're breaking it down. You're making the guitar, like, indie ballad. But, like, please. (laughs) So I feel like I have some distance from both of those, you know, moments in time now. So maybe I'd appreciate that more. But... You know, I'd I'd throw Always Be My Baby into the mix there, too. Mm -hmm. Love Will Never Do by Janet Jackson. Mm -hmm. There are just some songs that just bring joy to the world.
1: Oh, yeah. What about, like, musical theater? Because, like, there are some musical theater ones for me. Like, Wonderful Guy from South Pacific Mm. is just the happiest, most wonderful song, and exactly what Falling in Love feels like. Wow. Um, Some great opening numbers, like uh, this is like so, from especially from like musicals that didn't do so well. Like, the opening number of Big is mm. one of the most joyous opening numbers. Really, ever. there is a musical version of The Wedding Singer, mm. and it was written by the same songwriting team that wrote The Prom. Okay, the opening number of The Wedding Singer is so extraordinary. Really, just, I need to like send it to you because it is the happiest song and you are just smiling throughout the whole thing it's wow. it's called it's your wedding day okay. and it's it's so perfect and whenever it comes on my little show tune shuffle
0: <laughs> i am just filled with such joy i think the first thing that comes to mind for that is um Oh uh, well, there's the Bush too. There's one from uh, Legally Blonde. So much better. Oh,
1: I mean the so whole, much score, better, of the whole score of Legally Blonde <laughs> is
0: excellent, but so much better as a peak for me. And also, I was just listening to the Mean Girls cast recording again the other day, and Revenge Party is just that bitch. Mm. Like that is a song. Yeah. I love, love, love that song, and it brings me so much joy. Every yeah. Time I hear it.
1: Finale of Hairspray. Obviously, you can't stop to be iconic. Mm. I. There, I mean, there are so many I know, we songs could really go happy. on. I could
0: be here all day, but I won't. But that's a great question. Thank you, Rocky. It really is.
1: Because there's such a difference between like, oh, this song is great and oh, this song is just pure joy yes. and makes me so happy. Yes. You know? Yes. All right. Next question comes to us from Angela. Angela says, Real Housewives slash (laughs) Degrassi. Hello, Matt. First off, congratulations, Matt Palmer, on moving into your new apartment with your boyfriend. Such an exciting chapter, and I'm so happy for
0: you. Oh, thank you. Matt
1: Steele, I remembered a few weeks ago, you mentioned wanting to rewatch Degrassi, and I highly recommend it. I rewatched it recently, and it's so worth it. Episodes are only 22 minutes long each, so you can get by really fast. It's so fun to watch as an adult. My question is for Matt Palmer it I started watching Real Housewives of Potomac, Mm. and I'm obsessed. I know you've talked about it before, but now that I know all the ladies, what is your opinions on everyone? I really like Giselle and Robin. I think they are so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, go on. (laughs) Whoa, controversial opinion, Angela. I think they are so funny, and their friendship is so sweet. I like Karen when she's being real and authentic, but I can't stand her when she is being phony. Mm. Ashley was annoying in the beginning, but she was so young and has really grown up since beginning becoming a mom. I agree with that I feel so bad for her though She needs to leave Michael I agree with that I love (laughs) Monique And her husband Chris And just feel terrible For everything that happened In season five Would love your opinions On that too I hate Candace. (laughs) That
0: is all (laughs) Okay well you are I am right there with you On Candace (laughs) And um Ashley Darby I feel like she's grown a lot And also I feel like my Love for Monique Has been very well documented On this podcast But I do still love her Hope she comes back Think that one day It could happen Uh The things I disagree with I I Do not love Giselle and Robin I think Giselle Is So Unlikable Actually Like I feel like It's it's weird Because she's one of She and Wendy Are the stars of the show Like they're like The centerpieces of the show For sure Mm -hmm. And Giselle is unbearably gorgeous like beautiful and quick witted and funny she just is so nasty and always coming for people's marriages and like this season she's been going after Wendy for like dressing a certain way and she's like is this because there's a rumor online that your husband's cheating on you and it's like Giselle I mean you monster which okay yes it's the job you're a housewife I get it yeah but isn't that a reason to love her (laughs) except Giselle never gives it up Giselle's like I Mm. won't talk about my relationship in front of Karen and it's like Giselle you cannot start at Attacking everyone's relationships And say that your relationship With Jamal Or you know You broke up Or whatever Is off limits
1: That's the thing Like to be a likable Reality villain You have to be able To take it As much as you can And she can't
0: take it She can't take it And I feel And she got her Ass handed to her By Monique At that reunion But but then Monique Left the show And so she has this Misdirected anger at Karen About all of that And is like really pushing For an apology there I just like Giselle I think is good For the show And shouldn't leave But I certainly Do not like her Is she like the Ramona
1: I guess my you, favorite house you life. could say that and it's
0: funny because in real life jazelle and ramona hate each other too <laughs> so, i love that <laughs> she's kind of ramona ass she's not like racist <laughs> so that's a difference <laughs> but um robin i feel for her this season she's going through covid and is kind of having like a depressive moment that she's no one's saying the word depression enough or like she's saying it's seasonal and like she's getting a life coach and not a therapist. And it's like, no, it seems like you need a therapist. She like can't get out of bed in the morning to wake her kids up for school. It just is like, oh, what you're exhibiting are signs of depression. No one's really saying those words plainly. So I feel for her. On the other side of the coin, she's very boring. (laughs) She, (laughs) you know, not because of this moment in her life, but just in general, she doesn't Add much to the show, in my opinion. If anyone were to no longer be on the show, I think it would be Robin. She's just kind of Giselle's sidekick. And Karen, to me, at the beginning of the show, I agreed. I found her a little phony. Sometimes I found it annoying. Now she has just become so iconic like even her most phony moments like she did the whole video about her hometown Surrey County wherever she was named like the ambassador of Surrey County wherever she's from and they show her filming like a Surrey County welcome video as Karen Huger and then all of the subject all the like bottom thirds are just like this is in Potomac she is not in Surrey County not filmed in the actual place she's discussing and they ask her in the one-on-one why would you film a Surrey County like Video not in Surrey County. And she's like, well, darling, you know, for me, Surrey County is always within me. So wherever I am, Surrey is. And it's like, crazy. I love you. That's great. (laughs) That is great. So I think, I think that's everybody. Um, Okay. It's a great show and I'm glad you're watching.
1: (laughs) Uh, So a real quick email came to us with no question, but... Uh, it's from Kelly, and Kelly just sort of had an update. She emailed us a couple weeks ago, and we answered her question, and she was just like, mm, I don't... She basically said in this first email um, she didn't know how to feel about the Billie Eilish album. She was like, oh, I feel like this is like a step down. She emailed us an update yeah. saying, I was wrong about Billie's album. I just had to let you know.
0: <laughs> I love, because the initial email was, I find Lord and Billie's album's boring, and she's just updating us saying that I was wrong about Billie. <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> well, you know, maybe the Lord album will grow on Kelly as well. That's true. Maybe in another week. The Billy before the Lord album.
0: That's true. Give it another yeah. week or two. We'll get another email.
1: Yeah. She <laughs> says, uh, thanks for reading my email and for the Big Brother tips. Okay,
0: great. Yeah. So Matt Steele, have a question for you. Yes.
1: What has been giving you moments, darling? Buckle up, people. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> All right. I went to the DMV on a Thursday. Okay. So you expect that to be the most boring day of my year. Yeah, because I had to get my California real ID, whatever. <laughs> so I get in that line and I'm just expecting nothing to happen. Nothing exciting to happen for the rest of my life because okay. I will be in that line for eternity. Of course, I go on Twitter and see there was an interview on Good Morning America
0: mm. with Nathan
1: Lane and Nathan Lane. I, you know, I open it up and I'm listening to it and Nathan Lane just ever so casually just says, "Ah, oh, well, you know, I just did this new reading of a new Sondheim musical with Bernadette Peters. (laughs) And it was really great. And that is all he said about said topic. And it's like, bitch, (laughs) I am in line at the DMV crumbling into the, like, you can't just casually say this shit. And then not do like read out a
0: synopsis. Like, (laughs) yes, (laughs) you can't do that.
1: Uh, I, I'm literally having a heart attack In the DMV mm. And I, I don't know what to make of this news It's like fucking excuse me And, and everyone is going nuts Then suddenly mere minutes later It is announced That Steven Sondheim mm. Broadway titan Will be making an appearance on the Colbert show Tonight at 11.35pm Wow So of course I tune in Good for you To the Colbert show And I see Stephen Sondheim sitting there His 91 year old self Sitting there And being interviewed by Stephen Colbert And Stephen Colbert is just like Are you still writing And Stephen Sondheim was just like Yeah (laughs) (laughs) He says he He just had a reading Of a new musical he's been working on With a playwright named David Ives The musical is called Square One and that's all the information he gave. I mean, again, and he and he said, and it was very promising, and we're hoping to put it up next season, <laughs> guys. <laughs> well, first of all, he didn't say hoping to put it up on Broadway next season. Mm. He just said hoping to put it up next season. That could mean off Broadway. It could mean literally like in his basement or whatever next to the sex dungeon. And <laughs> <laughs> do we have that? I mean, it's always like a rumor that he has it, but he says it's not true. Who knows? Okay. All I know is if it exists, I want to be there to see the new reading of Square One. (laughs) Um, The fact that Stephen Sondheim is writing a new musical and that's Nathan Lane and Bernadette Peters did the reading of this, Mm. which who knows if like it's intended for them to be in the actual show. I don't know. I need to know everything about this right now. Right now. The last time Stephen Sondheim had a new musical on Broadway Mm. was Passion in 1994 Imagine if Mariah Carey Was done after Merry Christmas Ooh. And was suddenly and like ever since then Just sort of put out like albums which just like oh These are b-sides that like you've heard before Cause he did have like the Frogs went To Broadway but that was sort of like a revamped Version of a show that he had Already like worked on and wrote and And also Roadshow Which was previously Bounce which was previously mm. Wise Guys which was re- previously Gold Like wow. was just off Broadway mm-hmm. And he had been working on it for you know decades literally and so everyone already knew this music and everything and it, it never made it to broadway mm. imagine if after over 25 years mariah carey after having not put out anything was just like I, i've decided to put out a new album of brand new music like, i understand like we are all going nuts I'll, i will do whatever it takes to get this to broadway i i have a blank <laughs> check sitting how are in you my g-
0: desk. <laughs> how are you going to get it to broadway
1: Listen, I've been uh collecting that bonus unemployment <laughs> from COVID <laughs> for quite true. a while and it's keeping true. it in
0: savings. For something important. And this is something for, important. And this
1: is something important. Is. I will I will be able to maybe like pay a couple ushers for like two shifts. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I will help in whatever way I can. Wow. I, I need to know what this musical is about. There was one musical he was working on with David Ives um that he'd been talking about but you know for years and then he like earlier this year was like oh i'm no longer working on it i Mm. wonder if this is that musical or if it's like a new thing Mm. i i need square one to me sounds like a one-act musical like that sounds like a one actor right
0: sure i mean i don't know okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like a one actor i i need to know i just need to know Mm. we are all going nuts we are all going the fucking same because we all we're all kind of just like you know what you know Steven Sondheim is, is, you know, just one of the great most influential human beings who's ever lived. One of the most influential artists who will ever walk the face of the earth. He's put out his stuff. Happy. Yes. We hope we get a 95th birthday celebration. Totally. But like, you know, he, he's probably not going to put out a new musical. And now he is apparently like this needs to happen. I am dying. All I'm right. dying.
0: Well, keep us updated. If you get more information, please let me know. I don't know if it'll make it to my corners of the internet. So if you need to add News for Idiots, please let me know. It should future. be in every corner of the internet. I don't know that it is. This but is you, news. I, I know, I know. But you have to keep me informed. Keep me and the audience informed because we, we might not know as much as you know. Okay. Okay. All right. Keep your eyes peeled, guys. Okay. Well, um, I have a quick one. I have not consumed that much new media this week. I can tell you every week to continue watching the other two it's like every two episodes they put out are better than the last two. It's just so freaking funny. But also, a show I very much love and was off the air for two years because of COVID is back, and it's called Sex Education. I just watched the first episode of season three, and I am very, very invested. Oh, it seems like, you know, I don't, I guess I shouldn't spoil it for people who might watch it, but they're picking up right where they left out. I feel like it's been the summer break has happened between then and now. And when we left off, it seemed like, you know, um. Jill, how you, Jillian Michaels or Jillian, Jillian Anderson, Anderson. <laughs> someone else. Like Jillian Anderson had gotten pregnant and had to tell Jacob and that hadn't happened so we're picking up with that. Um Otis and uh Maeve were kind of at a standstill Otis confessed his love but then Maeve's neighbor deleted his love voicemail neighbor that neighbor piece of shit Uh, and you know Eric and Adam got together even though Adam started out being Eric's bully and so now they're together and it just picks up in a beautiful place. They have a new uh, head person because, you know, Adam's dad, who used to be the headmaster of the school, had to step down after the whole, you know, chlamydia outbreak or whatever happened in the previous season. It's very exciting. I am so excited. It seems like it's just as well written and beautifully, you know, planned and directed as all of the other seasons. I can't wait to make it through the eight episodes. I can't believe it's only eight. I'm already sad. (laughs) And I just can't wait to continue watching it. It's a great show. What a great cast. And I feel like they always add new people and and, like enhance the lives of the people you you know, every season. And so I just can't wait to see how the world expands this year with, you know, our favorite kids at this high school. Speaking. Well, I'm very excited <laughs> that the show is great,
1: but yes. also speaking of Julian Anderson. Yeah. Did you see after she won her Emmy, her um, interview backstage? with
0: her No. What she won she it for. She won
1: it for the crown playing oh, Margaret Thatcher. Yes. Did you see, she was asked the question, uh, you know, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you get to talk to Margaret Thatcher about
0: this role? What? Who asked that?
1: (laughs) Margaret Thatcher, who died in 2013, (laughs) and Gillian Anderson, you just see her face light up, and she was just like, "No," (laughs) 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 like you can tell she wanted to say something snarky, but she was just like, "Hold it in," just hold it in, just say no, just say say no, no. I didn't get to talk to her,
0: (laughs) I did not. Mm-mm. <laughs> Hilarious. I loved it. <laughs> well, um, I guess that's it for us. Do you have anything else to tell the people before we say goodbye? I don't. It was a lovely week. Lovely Next week. Next week will be even better. And we will see you then, see you there, and have a great evening. And we'll talk to you soon on Two Gay Mats, the podcast. Bye, guys. Bye.